You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Well, well, what's up, everybody? Grand rising to all of you. I want to welcome you to an amazing Thursday today. I'm going to call it a throwback Thursday because we definitely got some throwback clips for you. And as y'all saw there in the show cover, I got Kiana Rose Pickett in the building, y'all. So I'm so excited to sit down with her and do a deep dive today. We're going to go down memory lane because Converge has been on the scene sharing the story of the postman for a long time. So we got some really great things to share with y'all. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about how the postman is doing now and how Kiana is doing now. So I'm so excited that she's joined me. First time being down here at our Black Media Matter studios. and First time she's chilling with me on my living room set. So I'm really excited to have her here. But of course, y'all, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share this stream. That's right. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. If you can't watch us, we got you covered. You can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it, any podcast platform that's your favorite. Just look me up. Y'all will find me there. Shout out to all of you who are sharing the stream and sharing the podcast. We appreciate it and really appreciate the love pouring in. Shout out to my entire Converge team for making sure both of those things are happening Monday through Friday right here on The Day with Trey. Um, You guys, I'm really excited because uh, when we talk about pillars, we have been sharing and uplifting the legacy that Devon Pickett Jr. poured out here into community. And Kiana was with him every step of the way, you know, and so I'm grateful that she's taken time out of her busy schedule to be with me today. What's up, Kiana? What's up? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, we've now known each other for several years. I was looking back at one of the very first times I think I first met you was a a community meeting around the closing of the post office in the Central District right there at Garfield Community Center and you were pregnant at the time. You were big and pregnant but you have done so much since then. Uh, When we talk about you know why the postman was created we kind of have an amazing clip on that but I really want to hear your perspective of you know how you've poured into this amazing legacy that is the postman and that really continues uh, the Von Pickett Jr.'s family's legacy of uh, being involved in postal service? Um, for me, because I know Devon, like a lot of our last conversations were big on, um, you can't speak for me, so I'm going to do my best to speak mm-hmm. from my feelings and my experience. And really when we started like going down our entrepreneurial lane, it was like, how are we going to give back? How are we going to build for our family? How are we going to take opportunities? And so like with the post office closing, we just had it's synchronicities. Things were lining up. We were asking questions. We were meeting with business folks of like, how does money work? And we were just really tapped into that energy and it just kind of flowed. And then um, I will say like we planned early, like time is, uh, interesting construct and 
since we first met, it was ideas all the time. We could do this, we could do this. And we constantly wrote in journals and um, we just did life together a lot. So when we started like really thinking about the businesses and having a mailbox store on our list, um, it just started just working together and like coming come to fruition. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that I think so many and I've heard so many amazing, uh, you know, comments about, man, I, you know, I'm supporting that business. I mean, we love seeing it here. You know, there's just an outpouring of love coming from the community when it comes to seeing their own in a space like the Postman. Tell us a bit about how you've experienced community members pouring their love into what you all have created. Um, it's interesting because it feels like. Like when uh, COVID hit, we learned the term essential business. Like we never used that before. We didn't realize we were essential to the community, to just the fabric of our nation. Like um, commerce is a flow. So having the community see the value in us being there and like wanting to come and being part of everybody's daily lives, like it, it just becomes purposeful and it just just become second nature. And just as much as the community needs us to connect to the outside world, we need them to connect with them. And so it's just really um, like an osmosis, mm -hmm. a, a blending. Yeah, it's a real symbiotic relationship. I love how you uh, describe it as such because there is this kind of shared need on both sides, uh, no matter what. And in, in those times during COVID, you guys were innovative too. I mean, you guys were like, look, come here, get notices out, get your letters out. You guys were doing this whole like uh, nationwide pen pal thing <laughs> where you guys were really just pivoting and shifting and opening up opportunities for people to connect because there was so much isolation mm -hmm. at that time. Tell us a bit about that. Because that was really, I think, inspiring for so many. I know we here at Converge, we found it inspiring. We wanted to make sure we shared that part of the story. But tell us a bit about how you guys came to that decision to say, you know what? We actually can do something really cool here and make sure that people are still connected during this kind of time of shutdown and isolation. So uh, we're huge on the metaphysics. We're really big on like our mind controlling our reality. So when uncertainty was hitting, fear was hitting and learning about being essential, we were really just trying to stay positive because there was already so much negative kind of balance in that. So it was like, well, what can we continue to do? Like our doors are allowed to be open. Um, how do we keep this making sense? And so it was just really, we learned about the pivot being entrepreneurs and we didn't learn about the pivot until it was um, the, the pandemic. And so we started joining in on different groups of like entrepreneurs and business folks. Um, and it was just an interesting time that really like tested what, what can we do? How creative can we be? Like I'm huge on art and creativity being everything, whether you're doing the most delish job or you're painting all day, like we're all creators and, uh, COVID just allowed us to just stay creative and stay connected mm -hmm. because then people needed us. We needed them. And it just kind of, it was like a weird, um, kind of like a, a, what is that twilight zone? Mm -hmm. Cause things were shut down. It was like eerie feeling driving on the freeway, being the only car and then having our space that people are coming in here. They're masked up, but they're coming in and we're just continuing life and they're connecting 
to other people, even though everybody was isolated, people used the mail and logistics heavy during that time. Like we seen an increase in business that like our increase was pretty good for the last few years before COVID hit. But then that year was like 200, 400%. It was, wow. it was crazy. Wow. I mean, that, that goes to show when you talk about essential businesses, how, you know, folks are saying, you know, well, people get away from writing letters. People don't read newspapers anymore. It's not true. Like these kind of things are still here. People want to share the notes with their loved ones. You know, yes, we can get on these Zooms, but I think people also experience kind of like a Zoom doom where it was just like, oh man, another Zoom, another Zoom. So it's great to know that people were really utilizing your services. Well, one of my favorite clips, actually, uh, of y'all is kind of one of the first times we got both of you guys on camera. We're going to go to a throwback clip here of one of our first iterations of Black Love. Um, I would say working together is is awesome. Uh, we've been working together since when we were in college and had jobs on campus. And um, I would say it allows us to like everything's one when we go home, when we're at work. Our relationship is all built into one, so then we can really grow it. And yeah, what yeah, would you say? The challenge is just, um, you know, balancing all those different areas and aspects of life with your relationship, your kid. You're balancing all those different aspects of life. So, like with your relationship, uh, our relationship, our relationship with our kids, um, being a CEO and COO, running a company, um, having a vision, seeing that vision. So, just balancing. You know, it all has been uh, one of the challenges, but I would say like what uh, it, what is something that really feels good about it is just uh, you doing it with your best friend. Doing it with your best friend. When you see that, take us back to that time of you guys just explaining some of the ins and outs of how you guys do business together. Um, we like everything's business for us. Business is just the essence of being busy. And we realized like having a business, being an entrepreneur is like being a parent. And when you birth a business, you have to take care of it like a child and um, doing it together. It's like we're the parents. And so uh, I think it was it was really interesting to we already had our first two children and then we had the birth of the postman. And there's no blueprint. Like when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting something from scratch, there's no blueprint. You realize over time that no one has the blueprint. They're just going and creating and networking and really just having to trust themselves. And so us building off of our friendship and our trust for each other made starting a business like having a child. We're just trusting each other to learn as we go. Well, it's been beautiful to watch uh, the blossom of the business, but also you as well. I mean, uh, you have publicly dealt with losing your best friend, your spouse, right? Him transitioning right into this kind of spiritual realm. Um, but in a way where we're, we deal with it real seriously in our community when we talk about gun violence. And I feel like this is the first time you've really been able to sit down since then. I just want to know how you're doing. You know, a lot of people probably are asking you, you know, how are you dealing with... You 
you know, losing Devon like that and uh, and being there. There's so many different nuances that connect to this story that we all, I think, have experienced publicly. But you've had to experience this at a very deep and personal level. And so I, I just want to hear how, how it's going for you in terms of, you know, keeping the postman alive and being the woman that you are for your children and the rest of your family. I, I keep seeing you doing it with your head <laughs> held high. It's a great thing to watch. I, I uh, remind myself like every time when I want to drop my head, like hold your head up, look up, um, breathe fresh air, take deep breaths. Um, I definitely feel overwhelmed on my first day opening the postman back uh, last week. I cried a couple times, but my support system, the community, they're there to be like, don't you fall, don't you, you know, you keep it up. And I need those reminders. I need people to tell me you're praying for me because I do feel the energy and I need it. That's what I've asked for. Um, because there's many days where I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have the reminders in my, in my head. I have the experience and the memories of many conversations with Devon 24-7 just for 13 years that is who I bounced ideas with at the end of the night. So I have a lot of time and uh, time to reflect, time to like look to the future. I have a lot of notes. I write a lot, um, a lot of videos. We're in the time of our social media and our um, just our phones. And I have a lot of that to be able to go back and just see that data that reminds me. And then when I see people, it just reminds me to like, we're all going through something. And I didn't feel this by myself. This was felt on a, a grand level worldwide. Devon had and has so many connections with people. And then in our 13 years being together, I was a part of a lot of those connections and just different communities. And um, it really keeps me going. It gives me purpose. There's a lot of times where it's hard and it's dark. But being an artist, I try to... Um, transform that channel that energy um we did a lot of spiritual work for the last few years so when he was murdered in front of me that was very shot like that was very traumatic for me and i felt like um even when i like mad like go back and see it in my mind it almost feels like when you're on a merry-go-round and things are just kind of spinning and um so that makes it hard being at the store because every time I walk in, like, I just know this is right here. But then also, you know, that can't be taken away from us. The front of the store is such a um, pivotal part of our running campaign on our social media. Folks come and take pictures right in front of the store. So there's a part where in spirituality of like, you know, no weapon forming against me going to prosper. And although this like, try to take us out as a community. Um, there's a lot that a work we did before that we can look back to and reflect and respect and remind ourselves of like, no, this place is a place of growth. This is a place of business. This is a place of community. And um, we moved out of city limits and I'm grateful that that's where he, you know, laid his body is right in front of our store because there's a part of it that, you just feel that energy and there's no really running from that. And in tragedy, you know, there's beauty in it. And that's what I try to look to as an artist, as a mother for my kids. It's like, yeah, this is hard. Feel all the feelings you're going to feel. Um, 
and learn to express that in a way that's healthy for the community, healthy for yourself, that doesn't cause harm to yourself. And uh, and we're learning together. Like my kids hold me together with the way they respond to it as much as I hold them together. Well, I, you know, it's it's evident. Um, we actually I'm going to go to another clip here because we have a really great clip of you doing just that. Talking to your son uh, as he's on the football field uh, and you are making sure he knows that his dad is with him and that he can push through whatever he's feeling right there in that moment. And on that field, you were telling him to give it his all. Check this out. Oh, that one gets me to my core. I know. <laughs> it gets me to my core, Kiana, because I'm a mom too, right? Uh, and my son is in, was on the, what, eight, nine U or eight U team, right above the team your son is on. And, um, I, I just, that clip just really, uh, as a mother, right, uh, there's something so special about the relationship we have with our children, you know, them being in our womb for all that time and this, you know, um, uh, cellular connection, yeah. uh, biological connection we have with them. But you, I mean, this was right after and you were like, look, we got you. If you need to take that break, you take it, but just know we got you. Right. Yeah. And he was able to go out there and give it his all. Tell us a bit about how that impacts you as a mother and why it's important to be there like that for our children. Um, Devon, like Papa, we call DP three Papa. Um, after it happened, he was being strong for me because prior to that, we had just started back at school. Like we've been in school, summer was over and we've been in school for like a month and a half or something. And going back to school, it always felt like I'm going to miss you guys because when we're at home, we're tight knit. It's like it's it's a, a really enjoyable environment. So I started telling him like, well, when you're at school, mommy and daddy's in your heart. Like we're right there with you trying to tell him, like, use your mind powers, use your heart powers. And because um, he loves superheroes. So it's like, you're powerful, too. Um, and so once Devon was murdered right the next day, Papa was like, Devon, daddy's not gone. He's in our hearts. So he reminded me. But then when that game came up and I came to the game, he was shaking like I was shaking the night of. And I know that was an uncontrollable feeling for him. Like he didn't maybe understand exactly why he was shaking so much. He could just feel the energy, the nerves, because he had went to practice and stuff and was kind of doing all right, but he was shaking so much. And there was a part where I was wanted to be like, you don't got to play, but I wanted him as a, having an athletic um, background to like work through that adversity. Like this is adversity. How do you like, I'm going to support you through it. And as much as you can go, give it your all because you can take a break. You sure can. And we're going to support you in that. But if you don't want to take a break, just give it your all while you're in there. Daddy's in your heart. And um, and he felt because he was nervous and uh, he played so well that game. 
And it just, yeah, I don't know any other way other than to be like, we're going to push through it and um, encourage him because I don't want to hold him back. Yeah. And there was times where he was like, I don't want to go to practice. And so I'm like, let's just finish it out. And he did. And um, he'll be able to look back and be like, you know, through the hardest time of my life, I was able to push through, finish. I didn't let my teammates down and um, just showed because even his other teammate just days after got news that his father passed away and he's a victim of gun violence, too. Mm -hmm. So they're able, like I said, to connect on a different level and to hold each other accountable and to inspire each other to keep pushing forward. Like, you know, life's going to hit you hard, but you got to keep going and dig deep in those parts. And you got your mama yeah. and you got your aunties and your uncles and everybody else in the community that wants to um, be there for you. Yeah. I mean, that's the beautiful thing of having a tight knit community, right? Is that there's so much love and such an outpouring of love. I know you have felt it because like, even for me, people who uh, knew that, man, you know, Converge, you guys have been, you know, there telling the story, like, you know, how are y'all doing? You know, people reaching out. I'm like, look, man, like that was bro, right? Right. She's sis. Like, that's yeah. how it is out here in community. Aside from us just being a community, then we got the CD Panther community, right? Where my son was like, mama, that's one of my coaches. You know, like all these young kids, they see all the coaches as their coach. It doesn't matter if it's direct, yeah. right? They all, they know them as coach, right? And so there's something really special about that relationship. But I've really appreciated seeing how community poured out and clearly, uh, you know, having his service at Climate Pledge Arena meant that there was an opportunity for a bunch of people to really come and pour their love into it. We got a great clip here uh, of the memorial because it was beautiful to see so many people come out to support not just him and his legacy, but the entire family. Hmm. These are some uh, clips for us here that just bring uh, so much uh, memory and emotion and uh, love. But that's really when I walked away from the service, I just felt that love. Uh, and I hope that you felt that love from the community. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Give okay. me a second. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be talking about all the things going on with the postman to this day. There's some great things that we want to make sure we share with you all because there's opportunity for y'all to be engaged and be involved in continuing this amazing legacy. Of course, stay tuned after this short break, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey. A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Tickets start at $27. Visit pnb.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME, and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And joining me today is Miss Kiana Rose Pickett. What up? We are back from break. How are you? Good. Thank yeah. you. 
Well, you, you know, you really laid a foundation of why it was important for y'all to even start this. And I want to get into how you're continuing, right? We know it took some time. You had to close. You guys just did another reopening. You were talking a bit about that before the break about how, man, you know, to get back into the swing of things is his own journey. But you guys are continuing to stay connected to community uh, on this side of it as well. Just tell us a bit about some of the exciting things that you're looking forward to by reopening the postman and being open for community to connect once again. Um, yeah, so we were closed for about a month. We had a little bit of period where uh, ballots were due. So we try to do our best to get our mailbox holders in to pick up their ballots. And we're encouraging them to drop them at like the Garfield ballot drop box. Um, that was some pressure because that was right before the funeral service. And we still felt like we're essential to the community. We have to find time to um, be able to be there for the community. And then um, being closed all the way until just last week. Um, it was an interesting feeling. I'm a perfectionist. So I like as much as I think about my own life and my kids life, I'm like thinking about all my customers <laughs> life. Like, oh, my gosh, what am I preventing you from getting done or things like that? So um uh, we got some um, folks in there that are experienced and bring uh, just that that energy that is like, this is a hard time and I'm here for you. So it kind of um, being that perfectionist is like, it's like a weight lifted off my back a little bit. It's still heavy, but I can feel um, like I can focus on the other aspects as well because I'll get in there and just being there like and not worry about the back end and all that because we have everyday customers who are coming in and that's busy. But um, we also partnered with Rise to hold an emergency action plan meeting for three Wednesdays. We've already had two and we have one next Wednesday where communities invited to come and bounce ideas. We have an agenda, a list of agenda items that we're looking to get support in. Um, Examples are like, I'm looking for a, a personal assistant. I'm looking for um, volunteers who maybe just want to clock volunteer hours because they don't have a full schedule to offer to come and work full or part time. Um, community partners, some financial advising. And really, we want to build a board, our strategic advisory board, so that we have a collective amount of minds that can guide us and see us through the, the bigger plans and ideas. Um, we also, during the funeral service time, got word that we got our um, grant accepted, our tenant improvement grant for our nice. second store. So that's a $100,000 grant towards our build out for our second store, which is um, South Martin Luther King. So we're keeping it on Martin Luther King, keeping the dream alive. <laughs> um, and that's on South Willow Street. So we're looking to open that in 2023. So that was some good news. And we'll be needing to build staff for that. Um, and just wanted to build all our departments because although we're a small business, we're big business minded. And uh, we also are supporting um, students at Seattle University as a sponsor for our third year building on our app, which is the neighborhood marketplace um, connected with all the services the postman offers. Um, so a lot of moving parts, a lot of things. And after our meeting last night in our EAP meeting, we came up that we're going to have a rolling calendar, kind of like 
um, Seattle Public School style when you go in the office and you see that big old calendar, but we'll connect it with our website so that um, community can check in and they can add stuff to our calendar because we want to be a part of um, everything everybody else got going on as well as our own items too. And you know, the algorithms on social media aren't as reliable. Um, just makes it easy to whoever we see right then and there, we can share, but we're missing so much. And um, we want to be a platform as well, like how you guys are a platform. Um, yeah. And we also have the uh, holiday hope drive going on with rise right now as a donation site and as a benefactor of the organization, being a family of um, gun violence, like there's a GoFundMe, but my mind, like I can't hardly even go grocery shopping. Like I'm grabbing just a couple items, but um, that's like a really hard task. It's like yeah. to just go to the store and like to even just fathom all the Christmas gifts and stuff. We did um, get some stuff for our tree. We haven't put it up yet. So it's baby steps. And so the uh, organizations like Rise really take that pressure off for the season. and um, we're just happy to be a donation site and be able to like continue to give back as we're getting poured into. Yeah. I mean, this, this for me is really where you, you know, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you have the opportunity to be even more impactful in your community. Already the services you provide as a business in an essential business are impactful, but now you're, you know, being intentional to create those partnerships and, uh, you know, uh, strategic plans that allow people to pour in even more. And so I love hearing about this toy drive and you guys being a donation site. Uh, shout out to Rise. You know, this is really uh, exciting that they have also saw value in you all being connected to this. Uh, and we know, I mean, so many uh, young kids out there, they really do benefit, you know, families who are just can't afford it or, you know, are tight over here or tight over there, whatever, need that support. Um, these toy drives help during this holiday season. And so I think about the joy, right, that a young kid experiences opening up a gift mm -hmm. on, you know, Christmas Day or however you celebrate uh, the holidays, but the, the young folks being so joyful to receive these gifts. And so uh, tell us more about how people can make sure they're pouring in. Are there certain hours for donation? How do they make sure that they utilize your site to bring toys for this amazing toy drive? Um, so right now we share the flyer to our social media, Instagram goes to our Facebook. You can go to, um, I don't have their Instagram handy yeah. right at the moment. That's all right. We'll share it to our <laughs> Instagram. Then you guys can follow there um, and tap in online. Also, our business hours, 12 to 6, Monday through Friday, you can bring in donations of um, toys, games, um, gift cards, a check. Also, there is a, a, a PayPal that you can donate to because Rise is a 501c3. Um, yeah. And yeah. then they're also looking for volunteers for a specific day. So we'll share that link as well. And they can, um, the volunteers would be helping wrap the gifts. And I think even going shopping um, for some of the gifts. Wow. Well, Keon, I just got to thank you so much for being with me today and for staying plugged into the community the way that you have upholding this legacy. You know, we're all here with you. You know, you got my number. Anytime you need me, you call me. You already know. Um, but it's one of those things where it's exciting and it's so inspiring to see you 
like you said, keeping your head held high. And when you want to drop it, you know, we're all here to help you lift it. That's what this is all about. Uh, of course, I got to give you time, though, before I let you go. You got to look right there and let folks know how do they find the postman? How do they come and get their packages off through this holiday season? How do they follow you on social? Give them all the insight right there. All right. Um, so if you want to come down to the postman, we're at 1143 Martin Luther King Jr. Way. And that's in Seattle. Zip code 98122. We're across from Grocery Outlet. We're on the corner of Union and MLK. Um, there's a lot of parking at the Grocery Outlet. Um, we're open from 12 to 6 right now during the holiday hours on Monday through Friday. We have our website, thepostmanseattle.com. Um, Instagram is the postman underscore Seattle. <laughs> um, check us out there. That's what I use the most to, um, conversate with the community. And then it shares to our Facebook. Um, what else you can email us the postman.social at gmail.com. Um, and then me personally, I'm Kiana underscore underscore Rose. For Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn as uh, Keanu Rose Pickett. Just hit the Google. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere because community is sharing us. We do our best to share what's going on. Um, yeah, and I also want to just tap in real quick about the, the village mentality. When children lose parents or family members, it becomes us as a village to step up for them. There is no hold back. There is no like I want to step on toes or cross lines. These young men need fathers or just uncles. And you're not replacing a father. You're being uh, a male figure in their life because they still need that energy as much as they're getting a mother and overcompensating because I don't have my male counterpart counterpart. So there's so many mothers dealing with that. And we don't want to over tip the balance of the scales of what we can provide as mothers. So we're leaning into our brothers to step up to be those male figures, as well as our sisters to support us in being the aunties and the moms in our community. So I just encourage everybody to, to tap into the village mentality, to not be embarrassed or afraid because we need each other. And um, I love you guys for supporting. And I just thank you during this time for real. Oh, Kiana, we love you. And I'm so glad that you made time uh, in your busy schedule to be with me here today on the day with Trey. Glad you enjoy our Black Media yeah. Matter studio. So we were talking about that off camera, y'all. And Kiana was like, man, this is dope. Yeah. <laughs> so glad that you're here. And this is your home. So anytime you got updates, anything you want to share out, make sure you tap in. We'll make sure you, we get you on. This is also a place uh, for you to call home as well. Thank you. Yeah, of course. We love you. Oh, my goodness, you guys. Of course, I get to wrap up all of this amazing Throwback Thursday and beautifulness right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Join us this holiday season at the Fifth Avenue Theater and feel the power of love overflowing with The Wiz. Filled with soaring soul and R&B songs, it's an effervescent explosion of music, dance, and magic your whole family will love. Ease on down the yellow brick road with Dorothy as she learns home isn't really where you live. It's who you love. The Wiz at the Fifth Avenue Theater, November 19th through December 23rd. Tickets at fifthavenue.org. Hey guys, Vesa Gordon here. And before heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we link up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. 
from bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more. Before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. Oh my goodness. What an amazing episode today. Of course, we had to do a, a little throwback Thursday for y'all, but I'm so grateful that Kiana Rose Pickett was in the building with me today. And as she said there at the end, I really appreciate that message because this village mentality is what really uh, all of our communities were built on was this understanding of a shared value of love and how we bring ourselves together, not just during times of need, but during times of joy, peace, exaltation. Um, there's so many different ways that we need to be connecting with one another. And I'm so grateful that she shared that here. Of course, for me, she was so inspiring and everything that she is doing and continuing to do in community is inspiring. I want y'all to be inspired. Uh, you know, she has said, look, I'm going to continue to see myself as a part of the solution, you know, through the loss and understanding the transition of life. Uh, but also you guys, you can find a way to see yourself as a part of the solution. Uh, and I really want you guys to take that home today. As we heard with Kiana, we saw there in so many of the clips, how love is such an amazing foundation for pouring into each other, for pouring into our community and into our families. Make sure you guys carry that message with you and give that love today, tomorrow and or ever after, because it's so necessary for us to all move just like that. I want y'all to be inspired. See yourself as a part of the solution by giving that love. Of course, for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.